0: Welcome to Bat Soup, a podcast dedicated to the old-time radio adventures of Superman and the dynamic duo. Buckle your utility belts for lots of gee whiz, plenty of intrigue, and cliffhangers galore. Before we get to today's adventure, let's pause for this important message.
1: Like you, gang, I've often heard the saying, a chain is as strong as its weakest link, and it's very true. Because no matter how big, how powerful the chain, if one link is weak or broken, the chain will not hold. Well, I was amazed the other day when in conversation with a construction engineer, I learned that a steel girder used in the building of a bridge is carefully examined through an electronic instrument to make certain that there are no internal flaws. Because, I was informed, if there is the tiniest flaw hidden somewhere within the girder and invisible to the naked eye, it could conceivably cause the collapse of the entire structure. Now, that amazed me until I thought it over and realized that steel, like all other solid matter, is composed of chains of molecules, specifically arranged. Well, then it was easy to understand, because even to steel, the old maxim regarding the lengths of a chain holds true, and it goes even farther than that. It applies to the strength of a nation. Now, take our country, for example. We are admittedly a big and powerful nation, but we are no stronger than our weakest link. And the only way we can make certain to remain strong is to have no weak links. Now, prejudice and intolerance, if permitted to spread and grow in the United States, will destroy our strength by creating the weak link. Don't let that happen. If you love your country, and I'm sure you do, be on the alert. Guard against the weakening influence of prejudice, which sets neighbor against neighbor and destroys unity. Remember always that in unity there is strength.
0: And now, that Soup presents today's adventure. Part two of Looking for Kryptonite, as originally broadcast on December 5th, 1945.
2: Hello, Pep. The Super Delicious Cereal presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look. Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! And today, as we begin a new adventure for the Man of Steel, Jimmy Olsen is in grave danger. We'll join the young reporter in a moment. But right now, here's a word from your announcer. Say, uh, I know you fellows and girls follow the adventures of your friends in the comic strips pretty regularly. And uh, nowadays, those comic strip characters are even more real and true to life because you're collecting those new comic buttons that come in packages of Kellogg's Pets. You see, first off, you get a close-up view of your favorites, like uh, Winnie Winkle and and Smiling Jack and Superman, of course done up in full bright colors too on gleaming white enamel so they really show off. Then, you have the fun of collecting all 18 different buttons in the series and wearing them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap and the fun of trading duplicates with your pals. Boy, it's mighty exciting and it's the sort of fun that lasts a long time. You're always proud of your collection and you're always looking forward to getting a new button whenever mom opens a new package of pets. That's the only way you can get these swell buttons, you know. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money. don't have to spend any of your allowance. Why, you don't even have to send in a box stop. But inside every package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's an exciting prize. One of these nifty new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Tell mom you'll eat lots of P-P-Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. (laughs) Although the Atom Man is no more, Superman is still in great danger because two pieces of kryptonite, the amazing element which robs him of his strength and which gave the Atom Man his deadly power, are in the hands of unknown enemies. In his guise of Clark Kent, Superman and Jimmy Olsen searched the apartment of the now-dead mysterious fat man known as Sidney, who had been the Atom Man's ally. When Jimmy found a strange metal coin bearing an odd symbol, Kent remembered something he had seen in Sydney's country house and left the apartment to make a phone call. A few moments later, a swarthy, dark-skinned man entered the apartment from the fire escape. Drawing a long knife, he slipped noiselessly up behind Jimmy, who was searching a dresser in the bedroom. As we continue now, a faint sound has caused Jimmy to raise his head. The mirror reflects the man behind him, and shouting wildly, the boy reporter leaps oh. sidewise as the knife plunges into the dresser shop.
3: Hey, what?
4: Be quiet. Please get away from me. Help,
3: mm-hmm.
4: Mr. King. Abdullah, I kill you. No, let go. Help, uh, Mr. King. Uh, now you will die. Don't get me Help. Help. Uh, help.
3: help. help. You.
2: Struggling uh, frantically, Jimmy tries in vain to free himself from his assailant, whose long brown fingers tighten slowly inexorably around his throat. Meanwhile, descending the stairs to the phone in the building lobby, Clark Kent, who is Superman, hears Jimmy's cries, and his X-ray vision pierces the floors and walls above him. Great Scott! No time to change clothes now. Back up to that apartment. Up. Burst of wind, a swift blur up three flights of stairs, and Kent is at the door of the same apartment, wrenching it open. No, don't see one die. Let him go. I think you do, on,
3: Mr. Kennedy. On.
2: knife will help. Uh, him. Yes, I kill you. You're not killing anyone, my yeah. friend. I, 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 oh, you yeah. won't be good, eh? Uh, all right. In that case, I'll just have to calm uh, you down, man.
3: Eh? Like oh, oh. I, I, I
4: had shock, Mister. Are you all right, Jim? I, I guess so. Are you oh. Sure.
2: Take it easy now. Here, wait a
4: minute.
2: I'll help you up. Come on. Oh boy. Oh. oh boy. I
4: got it just in time. Oh, thank heaven I did. Where, where did this fellow come from? I, I don't know. I was looking through the stretcher when I heard something. There he was behind me with a knife.
2: God, he must have come in through the bathroom window. There's a fire escape outside it.
0: Uh, what's, what's going, going on, on
2: in here? Who's that? That's the police officer who's supposed to be guarding this apartment. Oh, it's you, Mr. Kent. Mother of mercy, where'd you come from? Why, I, I... I see you're going down the stairs. The next thing I know, something blows past me, and then
4: here you are. Uh, yes, well, I... Oh, I uh, who's uh, this
2: creature laying on the floor? Well,
4: that's what we want to know. He tried to murder me. He did now? Yeah, and where were you? I thought you were supposed to be watching this place. That never mind that, Jim.
2: hey I knew you and Mr. Kent were in here, so I went to the window at the end of the hall for a bit of a smoke. Well, now, let's have a look at him. Yeah, strange looking one
4: he is. I think he's an Asiatic. He's an Arab.
2: An Arab, did you say?
4: Yeah, he said Hamdullah. Arabs say that. We heard them in the Sahara Desert last summer. Remember, Mr. Kent? Yes.
2: Wonder what he was doing here and why he attacked you. Likely one of them sneak thieves. Oh, no, hardly. Sneak thieves don't go out of their way to murder people. They'll do anything if they need money bad. Well, he didn't need money. Huh? Why would you be saying that, Mr. Kent? You can see how dirty and poor he is. He's dirty, all right, but he isn't poor. He has several thousand dollars in his pocket. What? Is that so now? Well, let's see. Yes, and you're right.
4: Jeepers, look at that roll of bills. Well, how did you know he had all that money, Mr. Kent? Oh, uh, I, I happened to notice the roll sticking out of his pocket. Two.
2: Oh, no, three one thousand dollar bills. And all these hundreds. He's is enough to choke a horse. Now, this is queer. With all this money in his pocket, why would he be breaking in here? Well, he might have come here to get
4: something other than money. Or to keep us from getting it. Hmm? But what would... Oh, you mean something to do with Sidney and the Atom Man. Yes. I don't know what it could be, though.
2: We've gone through the apartment thoroughly and... Mm-hmm. Wait. Maybe. Maybe what?
3: Uh-uh.
2: Uh-huh. Just a minute, he's coming, too. Uh, better put the bracelets on him, officer. That is just what I was about to do.
3: Oh.
2: There, that'll hold you, my lad.
4: eyes are opening. Boy, does he look mean. He does that. (laughs) Now, then you.
2: What were you after doing here?
4: I say nothing. None of that? Now,
2: what's your name? I say nothing. Speak up. What were you doing here? Why'd you try to knife this young fellow?
4: I say nothing.
2: Well, we'll see about that. Up on your feet. Come on. You'll sing a different tune when I get you down to the station. I'll phone with the wagon. Uh, the phone's been disconnected, officer. Oh, it has? Mm-hmm. All right, then. We'll make the call from the lobby. Mr. Kent, young man, I'll be asking you to come along. Uh, sure, okay. Uh, just a moment, please, officer. I'd like to show this man something.
4: Did you ever see this before?
2: No. Are you sure? What is that funny-looking coin?
4: Oh, well, I found it in Sydney's dresser. It's got a crescent and a star on it. Say... Maybe that's what he was after, Mr. Kent. Well, why would
2: he be risking his neck for such a fact?
4: Well, I'm not sure why, or even if he did, but... You don't know what this is, eh? I ain't not know. I'll bet he's lying. I'll bet now, he... Let's kn- not
2: jump to conclusions, Jim. I want to know more about this man, and I think Inspector Henderson can find out. Then that's where him and me will be going now. Straight to headquarters. Come uh, on now. And come quietly, or i would be remembering you tried to put a knife in the lag's back, and too back it you be for you... Okay, come on, Jim. Let's go with him and see what this is all about. Followed by Kent and Jimmy, the policeman leads the sullen, ragged Arab from Sydney's apartment. A short time later, Kent and Jimmy are in the office of Inspector Henderson at Metropolis Police Headquarters. One of my detectives was born in Cairo, Kent. He knows Arabs and he knows their language. He's working on your man now. Good. Say, uh... By the way, Inspector, I left a blank piece of note paper at your crime laboratory early this morning... It had the imprint of a crescent and star at the bottom. You mean the paper you found at Sydney's country huh? Yes, that's right. Have you had a report on it? Yeah, just a few minutes ago. You were right, Kent. The paper had been written on with disappearing ink. Was the laboratory able to get anything out of it? No, but it's strange. The imprint of the crescent and the star you found on the paper, and then you're finding this coin with the same symbol in Sydney's apartment.
4: Well, do you know what the symbol means, Inspector? No, I don't,
2: Olton. And nobody in the department does, either. I've sent it over to the FBI. They may be able to come up with something. I hope so. We've got to learn more about Sidney, about his connections. He knew how to contact the Scarlet Widow, and we must find the Widow and discover what she did with the last two pieces of kryptonite.
4: Yeah, we better do it fast, or somebody uses the kryptonite to create another atom man.
2: Well, we're doing all weekend. We haven't been able to trace the Widow, and we haven't been able to dig up a thing about Sidney's secret connections, either fellow was certainly a sleek character if I ever saw one. Well, I've got a hunch that this Arab can tell us something about Sidney. If we can only make him talk. If he knows anything, we'll get it out of him, Kent. We can depend on... Excuse me. Eh? Yeah? Oh, yes, yeah, Greener. How about the Arab? The what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, all right. I'll be right down. Bad news, Kent. The Arab is dead. Huh?
3: Yeah.
2: Committed suicide. But, but how? Well, he had some poison hidden under a loose crown in one of his teeth, and he swallowed it while he was being searched. I went down to the cell block with him. This way, we can cut through the finding room. Startled, Clark, Kent, and Jimmy Olsen hurry after Inspector Henderson, unaware that a much greater surprise awaits them in the cell block. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcement. You know, I had a nice letter the other day from one of the girls in the gang who's collecting those new comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. She writes about a club all the fellows and girls in her neighborhood belong to. Used to be just an ordinary sort of social club, but nowadays it's turned into a pet comic button club because, well, the and girls spend a lot of meeting time comparing notes on their collections of comic buttons and, and trading duplicates with each other. Well, I think that's pretty swell, don't you? Because it's no end of fun collecting these nifty new comic buttons. And they're so doggone smart looking. All 18 of these favorite comic strip characters are printed in bright red and black and blue on a clear white background. So they really show up. And the buttons are made of sturdy metal. Not as big around as a nickel. Looks swell, pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. What's more, these comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. Why, you can't even buy them anywhere. All you do is to make sure Mom keeps you supplied with plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's a swell prize. One of these exciting new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Remember, it's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. (laughs) Superman. Hopeful that the Arab who had attacked Jimmy Olsen could give them some valuable information about the mysterious Sydney, Clark Kent, Jimmy, and Inspector Henderson were shocked when they learned that the man had committed suicide. As we continue now, they are in the cell where the swarthy Arab, his body covered with a sheet, is stretched out on a bunk. Now, oh, don't feel too bad, Kent. He may not have been able to help us the best. He might have been just another second-story man who broke in, got scared when he saw Jim, and tried to finish Sure. I don't think so, Inspector. He had almost $5,000 on him. You say he has no police record? No, not with us. But we may find he has one in another city. And as for his having all that money, well, I'll admit it is unusual, but it certainly doesn't prove he had anything to do with Sydney. No, I suppose not, but... Wait a minute. What's this? Huh? What, Kent? Look! Look here, both of you! Oh, look at what? His bare feet sticking out from under the sheet. Look at the right heel! Great Jupiter! He's been branded.
3: With a
4: crescent and a star. The same symbol that was on the coin I found in Sydney's apartment.
2: Their eyes wide, Inspector Henderson and Jimmy Olson stare at the tiny brand on the dead Arab's heel. What does this mean? Has Clark Kent discovered a clue which will lead him to the devious secrets of the mysterious Sydney, And so to the Scarlet Widow and the Kryptonite... There's excitement and mystery ahead, so don't miss tomorrow's action-packed episode when Superman, knowing that every minute counts, decides to take a desperate chance. Tune in, same time, same station, and thrill to the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane!
3: It's Superman!
2: Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Vader there, gang, have you heard? Kellogg's Variety is back! That's the grand ten package assortment of six famous Kellogg's cereals that makes breakfast so much fun. It's like eating in a restaurant where you can choose from a whole list of your favorite cereals, each one in your own private package. And Mom's sure to be glad Kellogg's Variety is back. Show her how you can eat right out of the swell new Kell Bowl pack. She'll like not having to wash dishes. So ask her to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.
0: That was part two of Looking for Kryptonite from the Adventures of Superman. That's going to wrap things up for today's episode of Bat Soup. But be sure to tune in next time when you'll hear Jimmy Olsen say... Sleepin' lizards, what kind of double talk is that?